This is pitiful. A thousand people freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat. What a hype. You're hypocrites, all of you. Groundhog Day, everyone. Well, it's, I know that's particularly an American holiday, but listeners overseas and above and below uh, are, are aware of the holiday. Anyway, so it's Groundhog Day 2020, 275 days until the fucking election, which apparently has to be the real trial for this residency and all its corrupt debauchery because much like Bill Murray reliving the same thing over and over again once again we watch helplessly as the clock ticks back over almost as far over as the Republican line bent backwards with their heads in Trump's ass to say things like, I don't need any more witnesses or proof. It's already been proven that he's done what he's impeached for. But I'm not gonna vote for it. Or we don't have any informa we don't have enough information, and that's why I'm voting against witnesses and testimony. I I'm not gonna dwell too much on that because I can't. It's 275 days until the election. Um, I just know, you know, we, we open up with each other here and there and, you know, I was talking with some people the last few days and I've seen a lot of despair and I've felt a lot of despair, but I feel like the rage is starting to bubble up and fuck Mitch McConnell, fuck Lindsey Graham, fuck a lot of them basically. So I would be surprised if you're listening to this right now and you don't know what, what is going on. So I'm trying to walk that line between being informative and just telling you something you already know. But anyway, so the, 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 well, the impeachment's done. The trial run by all the people that pissed and moaned about due process and yada yada voted against calling witnesses and uh, introducing the mountains of evidence that have come up since the process started. Another thing that they don't like is fair elections. <laughs> and uh, it's it's already going to be rough even though they're going to say the deep states trying to stop them. They you know the the uh the GOP runs the White House, the Senate, and basically the Supreme Court. So I think they're fine. So before we get into some straight up show stuff, I wanted to say toss out a couple things um indivisible.org they are uh, a 
a group that sort of came up in the last few years in, in my awareness, but they are a political action group that works to resist the GOP agenda, uh, elect local champions, and fight for progressive policies, according to their About Me section. Uh, they got it kind of close here in Ohio and many other places, I'm sure, but in my district, District 12, which is one of the extra strangely gerrymandered ones. But anyway, that's that's old news. But anyway, Indivisible.org, they are targeting nine Republican senators that they feel are vulnerable and defeatable. Who knows? Because one of them, one at the top of their list is Mitch McConnell. I think we've heard enough, Mr. Chairman. I was told I'd have a chance to... That's enough. The court will now render a decision. Well, look, you said I could speak. He said that's it. Are you deaf? Let's finish this damn thing. Blow job! Blow job! Blow job! I don't think it's fair. I'll tell you what's fair and what's not. Leave me! can't wait to read his obituary political or otherwise i i don't know maybe maybe he is the emperor but uh, emperor palpatine but uh check out indivisible.org uh, another thing to look at speaking of fucked up elections uh, i don't know if you remember uh recently stacy abrams was running for governor of georgia and she got really close even with the Secretary of State who was in charge of the elections and kicking people off the polls and closing different voting locations and getting rid of voting machines, all, all sorts of fun stuff. He was, he was in charge of all that, but he was also running for governor against her. She lost narrowly. It's highly contested because she lost by less than the number of uh, Democratic voters that were purged from the polls right before the election. I'm not giving up yet. I, I did make sure that my passport was straight, so uh, everybody get your go bags ready. It's the tipping point. It's. I don't know what to say, really. Either we heal as a team, or we're going to crumble. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. We're in hell right now. And we can stay here, get the shit kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back into the light. We can climb out of hell. One inch at a time. Every election is the most important election in your lives, but when you're running against, if a president does it, it's not illegal. And if a president thinks it's in the country's best interest, they can do whatever they want. You know, we are, I don't even know, uh, Reichstag fire away from dictatorship. Anyway, Stacey Abrams, who lost or that election, uh, started a group called Fair Fight 2020. Uh, it's fairfight.com. Uh, they, they fundraise and they put together teams 
uh, voter protection teams and dem- uh, with Democratic state parties or – this is the part I like – or local allies because I don't know what the DNC is doing, but I don't, I don't trust them. I don't like it. I don't think I've ever been a, a Democrat. I do vote for Democrats from time to time, but uh, if I had to pick between Democrat and Republican, that's an easy choice. But where was I? It's crazy over here in the bunker. But local allies across the country to protect the right to vote. They're starting now. They, I think they, well, they started a while back, but uh, fairfight.com, I think they've raised enough money this year to have voter protection teams in at least 20 or 30 states. Uh, they're working on making all of them. Of course, some states are safer than others, but and they're, I don't know. I don't know what what the important, what the battleground, what the whatever states are. Uh, I don't know. I noticed people stopped talking about Ohio, possibly before the last election. And, you know, hopefully our redistricting will help with that. But, uh, yeah, so Stacey Abrams, Fair Fight 2020. Look either one of those up if you forget the website, which is fairfight.com. And then thirdly... And I might add something else later at some other point, but uh, runforsomething.net. That is a nonprofit that started in January 2017. Uh, So far, they've recruited 45,000 or more young people across the U.S. who want to run for local office. They largely work down ticket trying to – I think one of the things that the Republican Party did better – than any other party in in America is no matter how small the election, they generally go for it. I I mean I'm surprised that they don't run somebody for you know my, my city government. The Democrats pretty much all run unopposed because the the Republicans actually don't try for that, but they try for everything else all around the state. And yeah, that's one of the things that Fair Fight or sorry, run for something. They they look for young, diverse progressives and they do stuff like auditor and treasurer and city council and city boards and Congress and all around. But there's some something somebody to check out if you want to support, if you want to run, you know, check your check your criminal past or uh, you know, your social media history, but, you know, we're maybe 10, 20 years from every presidential candidate's going to have a nude selfie of them on the internet somewhere. I, I know it feels really, really shitty right now, but it would, it's going to feel even worse if the election pans out the way it did last time with steamroller of bullshit and hate making everyone feel terrible. Let's get rid of some of the fuckers or all of them uh, over there in the Senate and do what we can in all the other elections. There's going to be a lot of stuff on your tickets because it's a presidential election year. So there's there are going to be things that people are not going to be talking about that are still important. And if you're listening here, you have you haven't given up yet because you know I'm a masochistic optimist. But now that that's out of the way, 
It's the state state of the podcast, psychosemantic of disunion, state of disunion address. Um, the with uh, with the the impeachment trials gonna wrap up in the next couple days. It might not officially be over before the state of the union address is given. The state of the union is scheduled for February fourth. It's going to be like a campaign rally with politicians instead of the other people that show up at the Trump rambles. But it's election year. The Iowa caucuses will have probably happened by the time you hear this. And then there's New Hampshire and then there's a debate that Michael Bloomberg bought his way onto because the Democratic National Party changed some of the rules uh, for some reason, they they were not okay with changing the rules to let, you know, Castro and Booker and whoever else was close but didn't meet all the requirements. You know, Bloomberg. Ah. It's just it's it's keeping with the Groundhog Day theme. It's I don't know how many tries they're gonna need to get it right. But it's not Bloomberg. Get on with it. Yes, get on with it. But th- with the podcast, sorry. Jesus, this is going to sound more rambly than ever. With with the podcast this year, I think there are going to be some... <laughs> there's probably going to be a lot of focus on election-themed movies. Or at least there are there is a big list to yeah when I when I was having trouble sleeping the other night after watching the trial, I just started kind of going doing a list. So I'm looking for a little bit of feedback here. Uh, there's the list that I came up with, and there's election, the campaign, shampoo. The front runner, that's the one where uh, Wolverine plays Gary Hart. Vice, the Dick Cheney movie. Game Change, uh, that's the the movie uh, about Sarah Palin. Bullworth, uh, Head of State. Milk, Napoleon Dynamite. Recount, The Candidate. Wag the Dog, All the President's Men. W, the Second Civil War, Idiocracy, or, uh, you know, uh, uh, loads of documentaries, but ones that I've had my eye on, and I don't want to just be self-serving in, in covering them. Uh, there's the Great Hack documentary, uh, Fahrenheit 11.9, Knock Down the House, that's the one that includes uh, AOC, Get Me Roger Stone, Capitalism, A Love Story, Sicko, Outfoxed. There's probably plenty of other stuff. Maybe we'll go with the distractions. Coming up this year, yeah, uh, we're probably going to stick with the twice a month releases. You know, strange news interjections aside. Let's try to get out of this funk of defeatism. Shows are getting flagged for... Copyright infringement, and while I would find it saddening if a punk band was upset about copyright infringement, 
just to be safe and just in case just don't want it to be me that ruins it for everyone um you probably have heard music that i either recently wrote or composed uh, one of my friends bands or one of my bands i went through i haven't tracked it all down yet but i got about 45 songs that i performed on digitally collected so we're gonna move forward move on fuck mitch mcconnell fuck lindsey graham little disappointed in the democrats but there are a lot more chuck schumers than there are alexandria ocasio cortez's right now hopefully the wave of younger you know 18 to 30 year old voters is going to help change that but the republicans are good at keeping power you know people are worried about some of the some of the candidates plans to top tax the top 1% they are the top 1% uh, they do have many more dollars than everybody but if everyone actually uses their vote that that won't matter. This was quick and slightly painless, I hope, to be back with a more regular episode soon. I joked that the Iowa caucus results were going to be in by the time that you heard this, and I was hoping to add that maybe later on, but here we are creeping up on midnight Eastern time, and there are no results. There's a lot of rumor and innuendo going around, but there there are no results being reported. They're doing a quality check to make sure that it's accurate, they say. But um, I'll just toss out what, uh, what I did gather, and, you know, we'll, we'll regroup when this dust settles, because... Who, who the fuck? This is probably going to be about two or four o'clock in the morning. But anyway, it, there are a lot of just entrance polls and stuff. Uh, a lot of this I gathered from uh, 538. They're the, the pollsters that you'll often hear uh, referenced. But most candidates don't show a substantial difference in first choices among voters who decided in the last few days and those who had already decided earlier. The exceptions are Sanders, who does better among those who decided earlier, and Klobuchar, who does better among people who are just now making up their minds. But who the fuck knows how that's gonna how that's gonna pan out. The Democratic Party said that it is not because of overwhelming turnout. They said they're on pace to be uh, the same as 2016, which is around 171,000 people. But that is down from 2008, which, which was a record for the Iowa caucus, but that was 240,000 people. As as a as a person who you know would throw my weight behind someone like Sanders or Warren well before someone like Joe Biden or some other candidates that I'm not really going to get into right now, 
it seems really weird that when the progressives or the socialists or whatever seem to be going a little further ahead, then all of a sudden the Democratic National Committee, who wouldn't change rules for people like Castro or Booker, saying that we can't do something that would benefit specific candidates, they're letting Michael Bloomberg buy his way back onto the debate stage. And as far as I can tell, only one candidate can do that, and that's him. I think he has $60 billion, and I think he annually annually makes $2 billion a year off just his interest in that or something. <laughs> and I think he's... If, if he actually uses that, like he said, he was going to, to support whoever gets the nomination. That'll be interesting with him throwing all that money. But right now, he's just, what, a fucking keynote speaker from a Republican convention? However, not many years ago, I think he introduced George W. Bush. And now he's, I don't know. Fuck it. It's fucking caucus night. I'm just gonna check... Real quick, see that I often sign off and then, oh, all this shit happened. Uh, Elizabeth Warren was making a speech near the end of the night, and I guess CNN cut her off mid-speech. I don't know. I don't watch CNN anymore, really, but uh, that's that's one of my new news updates. Uh, I, I guess the candidates are taking their turns delivering their stump speeches. Yeah, that's just a whole lot of sitting around, so... I'm just going to, yeah, throw this out, but I feel like the DNC really would rather lose with someone like Biden than risk winning with someone like some of the other people that are doing better than they thought they could let happen. And I think Donald Trump won the Iowa, the uh, Republican Iowa caucus. I guess I should check on that with our fairly imbalanced coverage. Yeah, 88% reporting. Donald Trump got 37 delegates with 97% of the vote, 29,000 people coming in second with zero delegates is Bill Weld with 1.3% of the vote, 387 people. And then Joe Walsh, not the musician. Uh, 1.2% with 362 votes. And then other candidates, 142. Maybe we'll know by the morning, but yeah, talk, talk to you all soon. Probably sometime after the State of the Union and the next debate. Until then. What's this lying around shit? Well, what the hell is supposed to do, you moron? War's over, man. Wormer dropped the big one. What? Over? Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Germans? Forget it, he's rolling. And it ain't over now. Because when the going gets tough... The tough get going! Who's with me? Let's go! Come on! To be the on my television as a winner to the outside world. 
Make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema Psyops, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcast, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick Six Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found.